Good morning, Trinity. My name is Trip Prince. I'm the pastor at Trinity Northside, and it is a joy to be with you today. Today is Thursday, April 16th, and as has been our habit, we will take a few minutes and read from the scriptures together and pray and then reflect upon the Lord's words to us today. What I'd like to do is read a portion of Psalm 146, verses 3 to 7, which comes up in our daily reading for the day. Psalm 146, beginning in verse 3. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, in these uncertain days, as these days turn into weeks and weeks now turn into months, we acknowledge our weariness in many ways, the exhaustion that we feel physically and emotionally. And so we come before you this morning with our hands open to you and our hearts and our minds before you. And we say, wherever we have placed our trust and things other than you, wherever we have hoped in something other than your kingdom and your love and your goodness, we repent of it and ask that you would heal us and return us to you. May the words of this ancient psalm be to us today a source of great encouragement and a way in which we are drawn back to you. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, I've said this Over the last few weeks, in a bunch of different ways, either on this podcast or in sermons, but I'm mindful that in these really unprecedented times, we find ourselves having our deepest insecurities exposed. It's like a spotlight is being shown on all of our vulnerabilities. And at times, I think it makes those vulnerabilities the only things that we can see. And we all have different vulnerabilities and things that we are insecure about or things that are being threatened at this very moment. I think maybe before this pandemic, some of us had strained relationships, maybe with our parents, with a spouse, with a roommate, a sibling, with your children. But maybe what you thought or seemed to be a a hairline relational fracture, maybe now those relationships seem to be breaking apart where the very bonds of love that tie them together are threatened and feel like they're being severed before your very eyes. Maybe it's a financial reality for you. Maybe uh, you knew your financial safety net was not what it should be, and yet there's a difference in having an abstract knowledge about something and now having to painfully live into the reality of that, whether it's been through a loss of a job or reduced income and realizing you just don't have enough. Maybe that insecurity, maybe that vulnerability is deeper within. Maybe it's something in your own heart, your own soul, and you find yourself wrestling in new ways with a new kind of brokenness. Maybe you've found anger that you didn't even know was in there that's now risen to the surface and is spilling out in all sorts of ways. Maybe for you, it's a need for control that rears its ugly head. Maybe it's this weary cynicism that has just kind of taken root and settled in and doesn't seem to go anywhere. And maybe you once were very optimistic and positive and now find yourself just to be critical, overly critical of yourself and of those that you love. 
So I just think in light of this present moment, I'm more and more aware as the days go on of our own inability to resolve these things, to resolve the challenge in front of us, not to mention all the different challenges that you're facing that I haven't named. I just am mindful, you and I, we cannot snap our fingers and return to simpler days, whatever that may mean or whatever that looked like for you. The problems we are facing as a people are too complex and I think the challenge is too severe. And so what we have to do and train ourselves to do is to look outside ourselves for hope, to look outside of ourselves for a way forward. And I think when I read the news, this is exactly what our country is doing at this moment. It seems as though everyone is desperately looking for someone or something to pull them out of this problem, out of this pandemic, whether it's the government, whether it's a corporation, whether it's a charity, we're hoping one of them has the solution. Somehow one of them will have an answer to see us through the impossibility of this present moment. And yet I'm convinced there is a very real threat for us, even within the church as the family of God. There's a very real threat facing us to misplace our trust. And I think that's what the heart of this psalm is getting at that we've read this morning. As the psalmist reminds us in verse 3, do not put your trust in princes, in mortals, in whom there is no help. Apparently, as I read that, this impulse to trust in the wrong people has been around for a really long time. And there's in some ways maybe some comfort in that, but also makes us realize that this deep-seated tendency towards misplaced trust is something that's not going to go away quickly and something we have to wrestle with really every single day to wake up and ask ourselves, who do I trust in? In whom have I placed my trust? And to ask, is it misguided? Because it's not just a misguided trust that's our problem. It's really, according to the psalm, also misguided hope. What is the thing we actually want to see changed? What are we hoping for? Because if our hope is just for some kind of economic security or financial prosperity, then the princes, to use the language of the psalm, these princes may be of some use. If the pandemic itself is our greatest concern, then looking to healthcare experts would make a great deal of sense. And yet, in this Easter season especially, I think the psalmist helps us remember the temporal nature of those hopes. It's not that they're bad, but they're not the whole story. They're not the full picture. Princes and leaders, however wise or however trusted they may be, are still going to see their plans perish, according to the psalm, because their breath departs from them. And so if our hope is for something truly eternal, which as Christians we say it is, for victory over sin and death, life in God's kingdom, then we have to place our trust in something that is actually aligned with that hope. We have to place those hopes in the hands of something, or as we should rightly say, someone greater than death itself. That is the hope of Easter. That is what we have celebrated every day this week as we've entered now into this Easter season. And I love the way that the psalm directly links our happiness to hope. Verse 5 says this, Happy are those whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope 
is in the Lord their God. I think if we hope correctly, we will be truly happy. And so today, my simple encouragement to you, wherever you find yourself, place your hope in Jesus, the one who overcame death itself, and trust that he will bring you and me unspeakable happiness as we do. I think we have to cling to that in this moment. Whatever happiness or hope we long for in this present reality, it cannot and should never blind us to that ultimate hope, that deeper longing that you and I have to know the peace of God, to know what it means to be a son or a daughter in his kingdom, perfectly safe. And so, Father, as we go into our day now, we do thank you that no matter what we face in this life or whatever we're facing in this present moment right here and right now, we know that we do so with the great unshakable hope that you have defeated our greatest enemy, death itself, and you offer happiness to us as we place our trust in Jesus, our Lord. And so we place our trust in him and our hope in him, and it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you this day, wherever you find yourself.